Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Steelers' red zone offense is looking red hot for 2023. We'll tell you why. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. The red zone turned into a frozen zone for much of the Steelers' 2022 campaign. The result was a paltry 18.1 points per game. Even with a great defense, that's just not going to get it done. No wonder scoring from in-close is a major emphasis at Steelers training camp this year. And early word coming out of those goal line drills is that the red zone should be much hotter for the Steelers in 2023. As Ray Fittipaldo reported this week in the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, the Steelers' goal line focus is getting results. Quote, the Steelers focused on short yardage and goal line situations, and the offense was dominant from the beginning of practice until the end. Fittipaldo wrote of this week's drills, quote, it's been a night and day difference for the Steelers in the red zone compared to where they were in 2022, unquote. Well, it had better be. Some of it is due to second-year quarterback Kenny Pickett being much more secure as the starter going into training camp and benefiting greatly from a full offseason of playbook study, strength training, and drills with his receivers. Said Pickett of the encouraging point production in practice, quote, It's been great to see how competitive we've been in the red zone. Our defense is top-notch when you're having a little success versus them hopefully will have success during the season, unquote. In addition, the Steelers have some new plays and players that should help ensure their increased red zone conversions. For example, failed Steelers center Kendrick Green is now taking snaps at fullback. As Fittipaldo reports, quote, the Steelers have been using Green at fullback and H-back extensively in the past four practices, unquote. Pickett gushed this to the Post-Gazette about this new wrinkle of Green lining up in the backfield, saying, quote, KG is a freak athlete. He is an asset I think we'll look forward to using, unquote. There are others, too. Among the most freakish and highly effective in the end zone has been rookie tight end Darnell Washington. The former Georgia Bulldog has been a bulldozer 
once the pads went on and he could leverage his six foot seven frame in the blocking game. He even gave T.J. Watt all he could take in some of those drills. But Washington has been an even bigger revelation as a billboard-sized target in the red zone. Mike DeFabo with The Athletic rates Washington as one of the biggest head-turners in training camp. This in DeFabo's recent stock-up-and-stock-down column for The Athletic. And here's an excerpt. He writes this, quote, we knew Washington could block, but the fact that he was able to stand toe-to-toe with one of the league's best was an eye-opener. What's been most promising about Washington is his pass-catching ability. Though he's not yet the most polished route runner, he's a massive target. When the quarterback puts the ball where only Washington get, can get it, he's consistently making the play. He could be a difference maker in the red zone with both sides of his versatile skill set, unquote. Hey, a difference maker is precisely what the Steelers need to ensure far different results in the red zone this season, as opposed to the point-starved situation last year. Now, Coach Mike Tomlin is typically tepid in his praise for rookies, but he couldn't help but be impressed when the tree-like Washington was tackled short of the goal line, but still ended up scoring. Quote, they aren't going to stop that big guy from falling into the end zone, Tomlin declared. Yet the Steelers' tight end coach, Alfredo Roberts, insists we've just seen the tip of the iceberg when it comes to the Titanic-sized Washington. He told the Athletic, quote, he is 6'7 and he plays to it. He is going to be fun to watch and grow in this business. If he takes to some technique things, and if he gets that, he's going to be tough to deal with in this league. He is getting it. I am tickled by how he, he accepts work, unquote. Best of all, Washington is just the latest addition to a rock-solid and score-minded tight end room. And of course, that room for the Steelers, is led by Penn State alum Pat Fryermuth. Now, Fryermuth is seen as a player on the cusp of the Pro Bowl as he enters his third year. And the Athletics' DeFabo declared him to be, quote, the Steelers' number one tight end for years to come, unquote. But of course, DeFabo added there, there is plenty of room for the big-bodied Washington to have his own role especially in the red zone. Add in sometimes tight end, sometimes H-back Connor Hayward and big blocking Zach Gentry, and the Steelers just might have the most talented and diverse tight end groups in the NFL. So says Nick Farabaugh, writing for SteelersNow.com. He writes the tight ends will be key to the Steelers' desire to play, quote, bully ball. That and much, much more. Farball writes, quote, One thing that was not lost on me was the way the Steelers used their tight end. They seemed to be multiple out of multiple different looks. The entire room is versatile and moved around to different spots. Between the five of them, they covered anywhere from X receiver to running back, and that is something that Mike Tomlin 
loves to have in his holster, unquote. When it comes to the red zone, Washington could well be a cannon that fires up six points on the scoreboard when the Steelers get down close. In fact, at least in his rookie year, the former Bulldog could become something of a one-trick pony for the Steelers. But as Alex Kazora with SteelersDepot.com says, it's a good trick. He tweets, quote, Rookie tight end Darnell Washington only has eight receptions, but he has four touchdowns. That's about how I expect his usage to go in the fall. Not much volume, but big-time red zone weapon, unquote. Hey, after last year's pop gun attack, failed repeatedly to put six on the board from the red zone, the Steelers could use every weapon they can get. And the good news for 2023 is they have those weapons, and thus far, the target practice at training camp is going very, very well. It's ringing up six. Now, we have much more on who's up and who's down in training camp just as your Steelers prepare for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the first preseason game this Friday night. It's all in this dress rehearsal edition of your Steelers Update Podcast. Hey, and be sure, don't miss my full print column. It's out first thing Thursday on Live, and it's always packed with plenty of memes bringing the latest, greatest Steelers debates to life and to laughs. Right now, let's get right to it. Well, at this time during training camp, there's been a lot of practices, a lot of drills. So who's up, who's down, okay? Well, you know my favorite, and you know I, I talked about him a lot in, in, in the opening hot take, and that's the tight end, the big tight end, Darnell Washington. I really think this guy is going to be so fun to watch, and if he's a one-trick pony when it comes to the red zone, that's fine with me as long as he's bringing down six in those, those outstretched arms of him that are going to tower over everybody else trying to defend him. But let's go deeper. Who else is up and who else is down in this training camp? Well, the offense is hot, as we noted, especially in the red zone. The drills this week were, man, were one-sided for the offense. Uh, but Mike DeFabo has been making the rounds and making the grades for everyone in training camp. And in his athletic piece, he explains why. Now, we're going to give you some highlights as he spots some Steelers making the move up at St. Vincent. But check out the full story on the athletic app. There's so much more in there that we, we're not going to get to here. But DeFabo goes deep in his stock up, stock down. Well, let's accentuate the positive. Stock up. How about wide receiver Allen Robinson, the vet they brought in to stabilize that receiver room? DeFabo says, quote, coming into training camp, it felt like Robinson could be in a position battle with Calvin Austin III for the starting role in the slot. Though Austin has produced his own big moments lately, Robinson has only strengthened his case to win this game. He has a history of success in the red zone and has proven to be a reliable target during seven shots. 
That's the, the goal line drills. He also made a great back shoulder catch during a third down period on Saturday, showing good chemistry and timing with quarterback Kenny Pickett. And we know how important that is. So stock up Allen Robinson, according to the Fabo. And he's not done. How about stock way, way up? Well, we go to everyone's fan favorite who we can't wait to see blow the top off opponent's defense. I'm talking about, yeah, we're going back to the wide receiver position and George Pickens, who was wowing yet again in his second Steelers training camp. The Fabo says, quote, hopes were high for Pickens coming into this year. If anything, he's exceeding those expectations. Surely you've seen the highlight reel grabs on social media, but beyond that, Pickens' competitive spirit is challenging Joey Porter Jr. on a daily basis. That battle between the two young guns is helping both parties. The thing to watch going forward is how much Pickens' root tree evolves, something he believes will be the case after catching the overwhelming majority of his passes on go routes last year, unquote. Man, I just love that Tomlin is matching up Pickens and Porter Jr., on a daily basis. I mean, that's great. It's making sharpening both knives and these knives that the Steelers have on each side of the ball can cut you. Joey Porter Jr. needs to worry a little bit about his uh, open field tackling, but we'll get to that a little bit later. So what about that D, that defense, that, you know, that's where Steelers are expected to be dominant, the game plan going in. Let's ball control and play defense. And we know the superstars. We know the T.J. Watts, the Minka Fitzpatrick's, the Alex Highsmiths. They're going to be just fine. But some new faces are coming on strong, according to the Fabo in the stock up column. And to the first one, we turn to the rookie outside linebacker Nick Herbig. And DeFabo says, quote, the questions about Herbig's size have diminished since the Steelers put on the pads. He's a high-energy player who's done well in backs on backers and other similar drills. Herbeck has been working with the second team and is making his case for a situational ed edge rusher role. The top two edge guys, Watt and Alex Highsmith, will get the lion's share of the reps on game days, but Herbeck may be doing enough to prove he deserves to be the first edge rusher off the bench. Now, he is dealing with a hip flexor injury that kept him out, so we got to keep an eye on that as well, unquote. Yeah, I like this Herbig guy. Uh, he plays big, plays big, and uh, could be, uh, I mean, I'm sure we're going to see him on special teams as well, but having him coming off the bench and keeping those star players, uh, Watt and Highsmith, fresh, that, that's going to be a nice uh, role as well. Of course, not everyone is headed up at Latrobe. Some Steelers are headed the wrong way at St. Vincent, and DeFabo has a full list of Steelers not making the grade thus far. Again, check out and check out his full column on the Athletic. But again, we have some highlights, or should I say, lowlights. Stock down, rookie defensive back Corey Trice Jr. Okay, this is a heartbreak story. He was supposed to be a long-haired youth movement in the Steelers' secondary along with Joey Porter Jr. 
Instead, it's wait until next year for Corey Trice Jr. DeFabo explains it this way, quote, Let me make it clear that Trice did nothing wrong to be placed in this category, but I list him here because of the pre-camp buzz. Many were interested to see if the seventh-round pick could prove to be a late-round steal as many analysts had a mid-round grade on him. Fortunately, he'll have to wait until next season to prove it after a significant right knee injury forced the Steelers to place the rookie on injured reserve, unquote. And we hate that happen. We just hate to see that happen. But Corey Trice Jr., we are not giving up on you and work your way back and let's see what you got next year, next training. Another stock down, defensive lineman DeMarvin Leal, the Fabos. Writes, quote, similar to Trice, Leal hasn't necessarily performed poorly. He was just a little quiet and then went down with an injury that's kept him out this week. The versatile defensive lineman has the opportunity to contribute in numerous roles this year. However, with much more competition across the defensive front and the injury keeping him out, he could be losing altitude, unquote. Hey, you, you, you got to get out of the gate early you got to make your mark and uh, injuries are nettlesome uh that set you back and and leo is dealing with that as well finally we have that aforementioned Steelers star in waiting and i'm talking about the guy with the big name joey porter jr well his bona fides street cred his Steelers street cred took a little bit of a hit this week when it came to open field tackling, it was not good. I mean, he has the big name, uh, the linebacker, dad, Joey Porter Jr., but his name was mud in this open field tackling drill, as uh, the Post-Gazette's Ray Filippato reports. And he reports it this way, read it and weep, Joey Porter Jr. Quote, Porter Jr. has done more than hold his own in, in his first training camp with the Steelers but he had a tough day at the office this week. Tomlin had the receivers and running backs catch passes at the line of scrimmage and then turn upfield to face defenders in one-on-one tackling matchups. In four reps, Porter did not record one open field tackle. Man, he was whiffing. I'm, that's my commentary. He was whiffing. Now we go back to Phil Apato. Quote, Gunnar Osofsky got past him twice with ease, and Des Fitzpatrick also made easy work of Porter. The number 32 overall draft pick redeemed himself when he tackled Connor Hayward short of the goal line later in practice, but his struggles are something to note. Steelers value corners who can tackle, and Porter did not get ball carriers on the ground nearly enough during these drills. Quote, it's one of the reasons we did that that day, Tomlin told the Post-Gazette. We need to know more about him and others, not only what they're capable of, but teaching. We have a lot of ball in front of us. I won't draw a conclusion on one day's work, unquote. And of course, that is a good thing for Joey Porter Jr. There is plenty of time to redeem himself. Uh, especially during a game situation, and that is coming up very soon. Practice takes a pause this Friday as the Steelers enter their first dress rehearsal game with the Tampa Bay Bucks down in Florida. 
expect Kenny Pickett to start, but there's no telling how long he will play. All eyes, of course, will be on the second-year passer and the touted improvement in red zone production by the Steelers. Uh, of course, we'll be covering everything, everything coming out of that uh, dress rehearsal game. All that and more right here on your Steelers Update podcast. So be sure to sign up for the podcast wherever you get your audio. That way you get it fresh every Wednesday afternoon when it comes out. Hot off my microphone. And of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news. And go Steelers, those bucks. But more importantly, have a safe outing, and everybody returns back to Pittsburgh healthy so we can continue the mo mo momentum that we are seeing coming out of St. Vincent thus far. And we'll talk to you next Wednesday, guys. See you there.